Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to another episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, where we're helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. I'm super excited about today's interview because I am going to get to selfishly learn right along with you guys. I have on the call with us today Seth Louie from Botlist. Seth is the CEO and co-founder of Botlist.com, connecting humans to bots. He's a lifetime entrepreneur and the 2016 Product Hunt Maker of the Year nominee. He is currently number nine out of the top 500 makers of Product Hunt. Welcome to the show, Seth. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited about this. I am super excited too because like I said, I cannot wait to learn about this bot stuff. So let's dive right in. So what is what is a bot? What do we what do we need this for? Are we gonna be taken over by the matrix? Like what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of funny. Some people are scared of AI and taking over the world and Terminator and all that other stuff and Bots are actually can be super useful for small time business owners, especially. I personally know uh, running a company when it's just solely yourself or a small team, you it's really hard to manage, you know, social media and then make sales and then do the books and then do all this other stuff that you you need to do in you know the 24 hours in one day. So bots are basically a new technology that's kind of like Facebook is really jumping like full force on chatbots and then Slack is jumping full force on chatbots, but they're uh, a conversational interface that kind of help you in your day-to-day tasks. Or they can also do things like uh, if you have an e-commerce business online, they can sell things for you, answer questions, be customer support when you're not even around. So it's it's super powerful technology right now. And, and as you might be aware or might not be aware, it's been, you know, rapidly increasing in popularity because we're starting starting to really understand how to use these properly um, and, you know, get the most out of them, really. Yeah. So where and when would I use a buy? In, in my business, let's say I'm just like I said, a regular business, like a dentist, a, a lawyer, a small business owner, a brick and mortar, like where and why or and how or whatever, would I use a bot? I think the most popular bots or the most successful bots that you're seeing right now are bots that kind of have like a sole purpose. So it, each bot kind of, you know, really determines what you are looking for that bot. Bots that kind of do everything under the sun aren't very popular just because uh, the the audience isn't really used to conversing with bots right now. So, you know, if you throw everything at one person, a customer or whatever, they're just going to be like, ah, I don't really know what's going on and I'm just going to jump ship. Uh, as to where, like, if you're, say, say, a lawyer, a bot can do things where somebody will message your, say, Facebook page or your business page and you can ask a series of questions and then you can also like once you ask these questions you can kind of segment your audience so if you know uh, a bunch of customers have this kind of budget for a lawyer 
you can either like push them in one direction or you can remarket them, you can retarget them um, based on the category that they're kind of in. So it's really, really powerful in that sense of segmenting your audience. Basically, you have more of a, uh, you know more about your audience than say uh, email marketing in, in you know, that kind of sense. So you can retarget uh, also, and then you can kind of let the bot do the work for you. So you don't have to ask those tedious questions. So it's super powerful in that sense. I think every um, bot is different. Every business is different. So it really, really depends. Like I can give you one example, but yet, you know, it might not, that example might not, you know, cater to another business, like an e-commerce business or something like that. So do you feel that bots are better for like maybe like someone sends a Facebook message to like a dentist and they're like, hey, you know, what are your hours? Or, you know, I need to get my teeth cleaned or, you know, my kid needs to get like their biannual teeth cleaning. They yeah. ask those questions in that Facebook chat. Is that where a bot can step in and maybe answer those simple questions for them? Oh, totally. And then the the great thing about the bot is that it can also remind you when your appointments are. It can uh, send you that six month message. Uh, and it's the the greatest thing about the bots is that they're getting like a hundred percent open rates because you know Facebook is so personal that people read the messages. As to where an email, like I got an email today for a doctor's appointment, I automatically deleted it. Uh, and I don't even know when my appointment is. Uh, it's just because it is out of habit. I get too much email. I get too much spam. So I just auto delete everything. Mm -hmm. um, but as you know, my, my point is that the bot can answer those, you know, FAQs. It can also do things like remind you when your appointments are, or you can say, Hey, do you accept this insurance if you're a new customer? Yeah, yeah, we do. Or are you accepting new patients? No, we're kind of full right now. Or yes, we are. So it's very, you know, it's it works in that sense. It's just another tool in your marketing stack, yeah. really. So it's better to think of a bot as like a customer service tool that turns into a sales tool. I think it really depends. Like I said, every bot is different. If you're a business, kind of like a dentist, yes, I would say it's more customer service, but then you can also market to them. Um, if you're a solo entrepreneur and you're selling webinars, uh, you can just do lead drip campaigns with the bot. Um, so the you know you set up the the lead drip and it automatically runs through once somebody messages your bot and in seven days you're selling something. So there's also different ways in that aspect. So what is it that bot list helps businesses do? What is that platform like? So Botless is more consumer facing. We we focus on, you know, presenting all the bots that are out there. So we're the only kind of uh, discovery and educational site that works cross platform. So we work with voice bots, Amazon Alexa, Line is our, our newest platform that we just added. We, we kind of just, we're the app store and community out there that kind of like pushes businesses in the right direction. So if a business came to us and they said, hey, we have, we think we can use this need for a bot, we can push them to either a bot development company or we can push them to a tool that we have on our site um, that you can either make your own bots. I suggest, you know, if you're new to the bot industry, 
it's okay to play and and you know build your own chatbots with some bot building tools but if you're you know new to the industry i'd probably hire um a small development agency or or something to solo developer or whatever to make your bot just because they they might have a little bit of more experience with it so, so in relation to you know sticking with the social media and the marketing aspect of the bot program when i'm adding a bot to my Facebook page, and then I'm also adding a bot to my website. Mm-hmm. Once I've done that, and I'm guessing that you put in like answers to questions and things like that, and then they get targeted for marketing. What does that marketing look like? Is it done through the site? Is it done through Facebook? Is it done through email? Is it something that can get set up? Like, what is that next phase once someone's entered into the the bot drip? So what we're seeing with small businesses is that they jump on a service called like uh, ChatFuel or ManyChat, and those are bot building services. So whenever, to, to answer your question, you can jump into ChatFuel or ManyChat or some of the other various bot building services, and they have dashboards. And the dashboards actually kind of show you, okay, well, you have, you know, 90% of your audience said yes, that they would buy your new book or buy this shirt. And now you can kind of like retarget them and say, I only want to send a message to 90% about buying this X and then see if they want maybe like a 20% off coupon. Now you're not sending an annoying message to the other 10% that didn't want it. Um, And you you can see all this stuff and this analytical stuff inside the actual dashboards of these bot building services so So it's super powerful yeah so it sounds like what the bot does it helps you to target to one answer questions but also two allows for you to really target like people who have gone to that next step of communicating with that brand of business that they have like a need or an interest Mm -hmm. in their business and then it's just a matter of utilizing that bot service to put them in a category or a label so that they can be communicated with and marketed to appropriately. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's just kind of been amazing seeing the data behind it. So with email marketing, you might see, you know, anywhere from like 30 to 40% open rates. And that's really good, I think, for small businesses. Uh, with bots, you're seeing 100%. And now another data point is that they're not only opening the message, but they're also reading it. They're engaging with it. So you're seeing a read rate of like 90% or above with you know chatbot broadcasts, whatever. Yeah. So are the chat are the bot communications just in like Facebook Messenger, or they're in another place? You know, it depends on the platform you build a bot. Some businesses are building them for Twitter. Some businesses are, you know, making them Alexa. But, you know, like most, a majority is Facebook because a lot of businesses are on Facebook. It's easy to hook up a bot to a Facebook page. So what marketing should I have in place before I want to to step into the bot life? Like what do you think is a solid foundation to have so that you know that this is the step, this is the next step to take? Um, Great question. I think that, you know, if you have a Facebook page, you're already, you know, 90% there. It's, it's, you know, 
all you need is an audience and delivering uh, valuable content to that audience or creating a value to that audience is, is all you really need. Other than that, you know, you don't need anything special. Um, you know, if you're, I think Gary Vee says this, but if you have five people following you, that's five people more than you had, you know, yesterday or whatever. It's, that's five people you're providing value to no matter, you know, people get addicted to numbers and they want, you know, millions of followers. Yes, everybody does, but it's about quality and, you know, creating that value and that, that valuable content to those five people or those X people and that will return back to you. So my point is that you don't really need much. You just need a way to communicate. Okay. So when I'm using like a chat bot, just because it seems to be the most popular bot currently, when I want to maybe push out a marketing message, does the chat bot send a Facebook message to everyone that follows me or only people that have communicated with me? Yep. That's a great question. It's only people who have really opted into your bot, messaged your page. Um, and when I say, you know, opted into your bot, it's really just somebody who have messaged your page. But there's also this really unique thing now with chatbots. You can auto-message anybody that engages with a Facebook post that you kind of can track. So if you create this really viral post, say you, hey, do you want to sign up for my new podcast and we're providing X value and you should check this out. And somebody, if you want it, just comment yes. You get comments. Well, you can... Right in the bot, you can say anybody who has clicked yes on this post or wrote yes on this X post, automatically send them a message in 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever, immediately. Um, and that opts them into the bot itself. So now they're getting rolling with the bot. Okay, that's interesting. So do I, so obviously for like, if I want to bot, like I'd want to, I'd pay for a service like bot list to do it. Do I need to do anything like bad Facebook advertising to help promote this? Is there any extra advertising dollars to put behind it? Or like the example you just gave where you're like, get, you know, subscribe to my new podcast by yes. Mm -hmm. I would want to boost like that post to get more yeses, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah, that would be the simplest way. Um, I, I think there's different stages with marketing your, your bot. Um, I think at first... I generally tell people just just to let it be organically seen and, and see how people like interact with it on an organic basis. Get the kinks out because there's always going to be kinks with anything that you do. Get those kinks out. Make sure, you know, everything's flowing. And then, you know, week one, week two, once that's done, then start. Yeah, you can boost posts. Try that. It really just uh, a bot is just like another additional tool into what you're previously doing so if you're already you know familiar with facebook ads yeah boost the post uh advertise the the bot uh, advertise whatever you're you're working with okay so um now for a lot of sort of smaller businesses they don't necessarily get like a lot of messaging and things like that but they are generally posting more frequently on facebook and, and getting that engagement and we talked you know uh about like investing in Facebook ads and things like that. So do you think then if they're not getting like those messages, people can opt into that bot process? Is it still okay or bot approved? I don't know, whatever like the official term is 
to to do like that promoted post to get those like yeses or comments to get people opted into the bot. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. I, I think there's different things you can do. Also, like um, people are changing their cover photos and they have a big arrow and they, you know, create that message us uh, button and it says, hey, if you want to, you know, throw that call to action in there. Um, if you want to uh, find out what we're all about, message us. Or if you want a special deal, message us. And they're just putting an arrow over the cover photo because for the most part, you know, people will um, either go on it on mobile or, you know, desktop, obviously. And that cover photo is is your brand. So if you just start there, that's like really the soft launch and then go into like the boosted posts and stuff. I just... I only say test this out with a soft launch first because you don't really want to waste money and, you know, boosting a post and, you know, because then all of a sudden, you know, what if you do have a hiccup in the bot uh, and you have to uh, make sure everything works perfectly. Um, so, you know, send it to friends and family first to see what their initial reaction is and then, you know, go into the boost posts. Got it. So what do you think the future looks like for bots? Well, I was at F8 this year, and they are opening up the doors even more with bots. First, it was just consumer bots. Now, they're going to try to get them into workplace, their workplace software. The future is is very bright, actually, uh, for bots, which is kind of amazing. They're doing things like, you know, it, a bot can be your personal assistant within, you know, workplace where if you say, uh, John, send me this message at bot, uh, remind John in five minutes, you know, things like that. They're, they're just doing different things to make your work environment a little bit easier. Um, and then not only that, but, you know, bots are kind of, you know, they were slowly introduced and now they're, they're growing and celebrities are using them. All kinds of marketing is using them. There's voice bots now. Um, so I guess, I guess the future is super bright with bots and I think it's going to be more mainstream. I mean, we've seen it on bot list. Our, our growth has been, just been, you know, slowly trajectory going up and then lately it's just like shooting up. So that's pretty awesome. Do you think that bots could be more effective than email marketing? Oh, we've seen it already. It's, I think people are getting so, um, I guess they're just not, they're not reading the emails. Uh, there's 1.2 billion active uh, people monthly on Facebook Messenger alone. So people are spending more and more time, like four times more uh, time in their messaging apps. So your kicks, your Facebook, your telegrams, like all of it, uh, just it's, you know, there's app fatigue now and notification fatigue. So I think, you know, with email marketing, it's really hard. You have to send like four times more emails just to get that hook in, you know, in order to like sell. So I think it's just a little bit easier right now with bots. Like I said, we're seeing 60% click-through rates on bots. Where do you ever hear of a high percentage like that in email marketing? You might get one, 2% click-through. Yeah, well, it's just so hard. Like, there are so many things out there now to filter out email marketing. You know, like for us, yeah. like at, at, at All-in-One, we use Infusionsoft. 
as our form for like our systems and our tags and all that stuff. And it's wow, we're able to send our messages out people. But you know, it gets stopped a lot by like our promotions folders and spam box or whatever. Yeah. Reason. It's really frustrating. But you're right. Like I'm on my messenger literally all day. And one of the things that I talk a lot about with military life is that there's the saying, I don't know a single military spouse that does not have Facebook and doesn't use messenger to communicate with their spouse, like while they're deployed or while mm. they're on TDYs because we don't always have like phone reception or, you know, our phones don't work in different countries. And we, we as a society have kind of just gotten away from the landline system in place. And so has the military. So in order for us to communicate with our spouses, we're doing it through Facebook messenger and FaceTime. So, you know, as a, a, on a consumer end, that's huge because, I've gotten botted by people, and I find it effective, annoying. If it's, I don't really care about the brain if I contacted them like an accident or something. But at the same time, though, but for the most part, though, I find it super effective and helpful. And like I said, you want to get rid of those little red notifications. So yeah, <laughs> you you want to answer them and see what's going on. So I think that this sounds like an awesome way to get people. Well, there's a way to get people to, is there a way to get people to opt into your bot? Kind of like how you can opt into an email, like message yeah, yeah. now, get my free download and then they're in your bot system. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, a lot of pages are just doing their normal marketing. And that's the thing is like you said, you said it perfectly. Uh, you might not have the communication that you need. So you use messenger. Well, there's a lot of apps out there that are super helpful, but they don't work globally. They might work, you know, in the US, Canada, UK, they might not work in South Korea. So, you know, you're seeing like businesses that you might like in the States, you can contact them through Messenger as to where like if they have a designated like, hey, go to our app and download our app and you get, you know, 20% off. Well, that doesn't apply to you. But Messenger does because it's globally. So that's where, you know, you know, Facebook really wants you to spend time in Messenger and their their app. Preach. I have run into that so many times since we moved <laughs> to Korea. I can't tell you how many times I have to, like, go log in through a VPN and, like, to get an app or to get something because, like, oh, this isn't available in your area. And I'm like, baloney because I'm still, like, communicating with the United States on a constant basis, once I get on that base, I'm in the United States. Like, what are you doing to right. people? So I, I preach, man, you're saying good things. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet that's that's so annoying as a consumer because, I mean, you might do that one or two times and then just get super frustrated with it and just be like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, I don't, well, don't want to deal with this. It means I'm missing out on stuff. And and at this, you know, it, it, and it works both ways. Like there were things I didn't have access to in the States until I came here to South Korea. So, you know, being able to just from like a business owner place and a consumer base, I want to be able to talk to my customers and I don't want my messages to get lost in their spam folders or their promotions folders. And if I can, and cause I, I'm not, it's my best to try not to be super spammy or silly. Like I'm like, Hey, what do you have going on? I'm talking to my clients. Like, Hey, what do you have going on right now? So we can market it for you or mm -hmm. trying to tell people, Hey, you guys, like I got a new podcast episode and you listened to the last one. It's up. Go, go listen. So 
I think this sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine actually knowing which customers or which which viewers of your podcast listen to your episode and which ones didn't like getting that kind of feedback and like knowing exactly who listened and who didn't or if you know which users are focused on small business marketing versus medium-sized marketing or just social like if they're really interested in social media and uh, some are interested in e-commerce, you can actually pivot your podcast which way yeah. to go. Just being able to do a promoted post, like as a dentist, it's like, have you gotten your annual cleaning done lately? Or are you due for an annual cleaning? Hit, you know, comment yes below and being able to like take that yes and be able to message them and say, hey, we saw that you are due for a cleaning. You know, your insurance covers to a year. I'll schedule you an appointment and get you in here, get this taken care of. Like, that's huge. Yeah. And you if know? I were a brand, too, if I were a brand too, I would partner. If if I accepted one type of insurance and didn't accept another type of insurance, I would actually do a referral with another business because they might accept that type of insurance and not, you know, mine. So, you know, from a brand's perspective, if you're providing value to anyone, even if you don't, you know, apply to them, that's going to be a trigger in their mind. Hey, I remember that dentist office that told me to go over here um, because they didn't accept our insurance and they helped us out. They told us where it was. They told us which, you know, what the best reviews were or whatever. Like that's super powerful. Yeah. And not only that, but I'm always going to suggest that dentist office over anyone else because they helped me out when they when I wasn't going to be a customer yeah and you could all do that with a bot <laughs> and that and that's super powerful like and then I was I was just thinking about how you know there's so many like changes happening right now with Facebook advertising how like they really are just like charging out the wazoo and it's super ineffective when it comes to like getting likes like doing mm -hmm. like like this brand page because you like all these other things but like where the real power lately has been in that like promoted post or those like I call them like billboard advertisements where it's like awareness and stuff. This bot has a really I feel like bots from after our conversation have a great way to take those billboard posts and turn them into a way to actually have like the numbers like we talked about way back in the beginning to like circle back around that have that numbers like it's really great to get three thousand impressions on my billboard ad I did for the week on Facebook. But it'd be really better if I got like 3,000 impressions and then maybe like 30 comments on that post because I put that specific call to action yep. to do something super basic so that I can continue to communicate with them. And I think yeah. that, and I think just that little piece of the bots is enough for any business owner to do it <laughs> and that they should. Yeah. And yeah, that pro providing that real content or Providing that real value is amazing. So awesome. Well, you had said that you have a free month available for our boring business listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I, actually, when I wrote you, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, what's the best value I could provide your audience? And after talking with you, maybe the best course of action would be providing you with a code of 
um, we have a Facebook call, uh, Facebook page called Botless Labs. And what we're doing is we're introducing more education awareness to our audience. So we have Botless Core, which is like more search and discovery and more for like bot builders and bot makers and stuff like that. Um, that was going to be the original offer, but if your audience is more interested in like learning about bots and education and all, and learning about how to better their marketing, things like that, we're creating webinars and um, um, like a teachable lab, so they can be like they can go through like an introductory course, um, and we'll send over, you know, uh, a code for you, and it'll just be your your acronym that you, you sent over before, so we can just have that in the show notes. Awesome. So all of my boring business listeners, we're going to get you guys some uh, a free introductory course so you can learn how to use a bot for your business so integrate into what your marketing is currently doing. Well, Seth, last but not least, how can everyone get a hold of you and follow you on social? I am Seth Louie on everything. Uh, fun fact, I'm the only Seth Louie on Google, which is kind of weird. Uh, in this day and age, it's it's a little weird. But um, One of the worst things I ever did for my personal brand was get married and change my last name. Because I, be <laughs> I used to be Desiree Ford, and then I became Desiree Martinez. And apparently there's a lot of those. And then yes. I started getting all of my mail in Spanish, which I thought was also really funny. But... <laughs> That's a good good place to be, Seth. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm at Seth Louie on everything and then Botlist uh, Co. on Twitter. Botlist Co. on Twitter. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being on the show. I think that we all just need to go out and embrace the bot life. And it sounds yes. really to me like bots are the new, better way to target and market beyond email and stuff. So I am in love. So Awesome. You'll be seeing more of me. So thanks again for having the show. Until next time, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.